We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here's my educated guess. It's an educated guess. This is not, I don't have sources inside the giant organization. I'm certainly not going to make that up. Just reading the tea leaves of the back and forth between Wink and Dayball through the media Mm -hmm. and reports about that coaching staff. I'm going to give you a prediction. So, number one, you tell me if it'll be right. And number two, Giant fans, you got to tell me if this would worry you. Mm -hmm. Mike Kafka will not be the offensive coordinator of the Giants next year because he's going to take a lateral job as an OC elsewhere. He will not be the offensive coordinator. I don't think he's getting a head coaching job. Because if he gets a head coaching job, I think it's one of those, you know what? Good for you. Good luck. Mm-hmm. We'll see you some other time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no controversy out of that. Just good for you. But if this man takes a lateral job to be an offensive coordinator elsewhere, does it worry you that a lot of the uh, crap that's been put out there over the last week no. about the relationship between Wink and Dable and Dable with his coaches, specifically Kafka, that it turned out to be true and ooh, maybe Dable has to change? No. I think... If Dable changed and he'd be undermining himself, you have to be authentic to who you are. And, and if people don't like working with you, then you got to find other people to work with. right? So I think Mike Kafka views himself as this up-and-coming coordinator who's going to get a head coaching job. In fact, I think he's interviewing for the Seattle job uh, this week, or maybe he already did. So he sees himself on that track. And if he can't work with with Brian Dave, Dable because they see play calling differently, then go take another job someplace else. And by the way, I think it would be better for the Giants because Brian Dable's strength, as we all know, is calling plays. That's what he did in in in, in I think he, he did it in in Buffalo. I think he did it in uh, in Alabama as well. Or at least he was part of calling, helping calling plays down in Alabama. So do what you do best, especially now that you figured out how to be a head coach. So I wouldn't mind it. So why not just get be, rid of him? Would then? it be troubling? Because he's I think he's a good coordinator. And he's got But he's, everything you just described, which I respect, comes from a place of then why even employ the guy? Because you need a coordinator. You need somebody who can work well with the young quarterbacks that are or are gonna be brought in, right? Whether that's Daniel Jones, who by the way is still young, whether it's Tommy DeVito, if he's still in that in that room, and whoever they end up acquiring. And I think it'll be via draft, either second rounder or they move up, like you said, and get a first round, uh get someone in the first round. I think the Giants need somebody who's competent to to grow young quarterbacks. If you don't have that, a la the Jets when they drafted Zach Wilson, we see the disaster that happens. Mike Kafka's talented. Right, he worked with Pat Mahomes in Kansas City. He's he's a, under the Andy Reid umbrella. Had a year of success last year. Like he's had some successes, but I mean, if he if he sees his past somewhere else, go someplace else. All right, hold on. I'm right. not mad at you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to get frustrated by that. I'm not going to get offended by that. It just is what it is. All right. So I'm writing this down. No concern if Kafka leaves. Now, do you think Kafka leaves? Are you with me on my educated guess? Yeah, I think he does. Oh, look at that. Okay. How about that? How about you, Sean? I think he leaves, and I think he should leave, and it should be the Giants telling him to kick rocks. Well, that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if if what you just described, 
which I totally understand mm-hmm. is the case, and that's the feeling inside of that facility. What's it sponsored by? The uh, Quest Diagnostics. The Quest. Di- I like doing that mm-hmm. in front of in the Quest Diagnostics building. Then just get rid of the guy. Like it, like Lugie, I think he would be bothered if I my attitude was, you know what, just go find another job. Like, yeah, if you leave, I won't be devastated. Wouldn't you say, then just get rid of me if that's the way you feel about me, right? Yeah, absolutely. Cut yeah. bait or let me go out there and do my thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's not like an anti-Kafka the person or even he can't be a good coach. But let's be real about this. Their offense was an extreme weakness that did not take a step forward. Right. For whatever reason, O-line, right. quarterback, whatever. It's his job to oversee it. Clearly, Dable had some arguments. I don't like head coaches having to call plays, especially when they haven't figured it out. But Dable's had two years to figure out how to be a head coach now. I'm right. okay with him and going that's, back. And that's my point. To go call plays now. All right, so here, here's the thing. Like, we think about an offensive coordinator, and the only thing we want to talk about is, oh, well, the quarterback did well. Oh, you, you know, he found this wide receiver. But an offensive coordinator's job is to find out what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. And the Giants' weakness was never addressed in play calling, ever, at all, Right. We're just going to keep dropping back and letting our quarterbacks get m- murdered, right? We're not going to move pockets. We're not, well, they finally started to do that a little bit with Tommy DeVito and, and Ty- Taylor at the end of the season. But Daniel Jones got destroyed, yeah, right. And it was it was it was frustrating to watch him just drop back and get hit, and knowing that he's an athlete, that he can move, that his biggest threat is with his legs. You never saw it, and so while I keep hearing these nonsense. You know, takes that it's such an indictment on Brian Dable that Mike Kafka might not be here. Maybe Mike Kafka just wasn't good last year, and it's an can, indictment more on Mike Kafka. Can two things be true? I mean, of course. Because but, the way I view it as an independent football observer mm-hmm. is I agree with you about Mike Kafka. I agree with both of you guys. I ain't that impressed. If he left from a performance standpoint, I can't argue with you. Right. Imagine me trying to argue with such a brilliant offensive coordinator. I wouldn't do it. And by the way, McGahee was the same way. Yeah. Like, I'd watch special teams for the New York Giants and be frustrated that those guys didn't know what the hell they were doing. 100%. So, is that on Dave's? Or is it on Dave's to hold him accountable? Which he did. Is it on Dave's to hold his offensive coordinator accountable? Which he did. Sometimes taking the play calling away from him. That's what a good head coach does. And so the narrative that, oh, this sounds this sounds like trouble for the Giants because Dave's has problems with his coordinators. Well, maybe the coordinator sucked in those moments. Uh-oh. You should have a problem with them. My, I'm my, serious. My second part may cause Tiki to yell at me. I'm just, I'm a little concerned right now. Uh, so the first part is I agree. Kafka mm-hmm. ain't that good. We're, we're good. We're buddies. Right. I don't know, man. Like, if all these coordinators are leaving and they don't want to be here, eh, a little concerning. Just a little bit. No. Tiny bit. No. To me, it's, it's it's what you put on. The eye in the sky don't lie. Yeah, that's, but that's you the brought cliche. that guy in. You know what I mean? Okay, fine. It's like a president but, who, like, uh, fires so, someone so, in their Edmund, administration. I, you I, brought that I in. I will tell you something yes. that most people don't talk about. The but, hardest thing about being a head coach is hiring your staff. Now, if you if you know all the guys, for instance, down in, in Houston – um, uh, D'Amico Ryan's his staff. I don't say it was easy for him to do, but he basically took Kyle Shanahan's guys. Right, right. All right, Bobby Slowick, you're the quarterback coach for the Kansas for the, the San Francisco 49ers. You know, you're probably not going to go BOC in, in the 49ers because that's Kyle's job. How about you come with me? Right, the defensive coordinator who was the defense linebacker coach, whatever it was in San Francisco. How about you come with me? There's a familiarity because we worked together for the last three years, right? If you if it's easy to hire those guys and you know exactly where they are and their philosophies are exactly the same as yours and you see everything the same way, it's easy. But when all of a sudden you got to go outside of that, and Brian Dable couldn't take 
He couldn't take, uh, I mean, maybe he could have, but I don't know if we would have wanted to, the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. He couldn't take him because he was going to stay and become the offensive coordinator for the for the Bills himself. Uh, right? So it, it's hard. And so you end up relying on advice from people that aren't in your circle, and he makes mistakes. Yeah, but it it's seems fine. like every coordinator, everybody on his staff, McGahee, there's McGahee a breakup was there. with. he was right, there. But, but, no, no, but you still retain it. McGahee. Like, Wink Martindale is someone that... You never had a relationship, right? right? And I admire the fact that he hired him without and, knowing him. And the relationship was toxic. Not okay. toxic, but it was it was, it was was headbutting. Because I don't okay. want to say it was toxic because they had success. You're right, but that's 0 for 1. Thomas McGahee, I inherited him. I'm keeping right. him 0 for 2. Mike Kafka, I'm going to bring him in 0 for 3. Like, my point is, if everything doesn't work, mm-hmm. there doesn't come a point where you look around and say, boy, he didn't do a great job of that. That's a little concerning. What, hiring the staff? Yes. Yeah. I mean, but that's also on Joe Shane. It's also on the organization. They that's all- why That's why two things can be true. Like, Mike Kafka is not a great offensive coordinator. If he leaves, mm-hmm. like, of course I wouldn't sit here telling you you should be devastated. But it does make you wonder about the head coach. And wondering about the head coach is fine off of a season like this in which there's so much turnover. Right. I think it's fine to worry. You're not a little worried, Sean. No, I think tiny bit. I'm actually not. I just think the Wink Martindale Brian Dable feud, which I think Dable probably also needs to take some ownership in, has clouded everything about these other coordinators. Right. Optically, it's not good to lose all three coordinators. But like Tiki pointed out, if you lost the one good one because you guys are beef, and that's that's a separate entity from the Giants needed to upgrade their special teams and offensive coaching position. Sorry, they did. That's fact. Bobby Johnson was bad. I I mean, I like the guy, but he was bad. Mm. Uh the offensive play calling was bad. I got you. Everybody it, was bad except for Brian Dable. No, Brian no. Dable's head coach. <laughs> yeah, by the way, he's I mean, allowed to to maybe he stinks in two years and they get rid of him. He's allowed to self identify the problems. And no one's saying he's not to allowed do. to self identify it. I'm not saying he's not allowed to do it. If I'm saying it's a little concerning. If you're if you're, gonna be this much turnover, it's a little bit. That's just by the way I look at him. Yeah, a little concerned. I, I just think the I just think the language on the like it's like that. It's like your hair's on fire. It's like everybody's like burning down buildings just because. You know, there's a little electrical twitch on an outlet in the basement. The building's not on fire, you know right? What? It's just there's things that are wrong. Right? You know what just hit me, though? Ah, oh, this is sweet. This really just hit me. All season long, the majority of our discussion on this show and on this radio station was jet controversy, jet controversy, jet controversy, no, and jet controversy. It was, really, it, was. it was Aaron Rodgers controversy. Well, that's the same. Zach Wilson sucks. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers controversy. Well, that's the same thing. Zach stinks. Yes. Uh, Aaron Rodgers controversy. Trevor Simeon's not much better. Right. <laughs> yeah, so basically that, except you phrased it differently. Right. And this offseason over the last two weeks, we've only had two weeks of this offseason, has been all giant controversies. Like the Jets yeah. don't exist anymore. It's been one controversy that two I'm sorry, Dave's two dopes keep trading sources with papers going at each other. Right. It's been one expanded controversy. Right. I, I get it. I get it. You could phrase it however you want. You would just agree with me that for most of the season, and you're right the way you described it, for most of the season it was jet controversy, jet controversy, jet controversy. The two weeks since the offseason has started, it has all been giants, giants, giants. Yeah, That's because, all I'm it, because there's no change happening with the Jets. Well, there's no controversy around the Jets. Well, I mean, but, but there's I mean, no you change. did have Rodgers versus Jimmy Kimmel. But, right. <laughs> We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.